Welcome to Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's, a podcast where I ask the question, Whatever Happened to the Pizza at McDonald's? I'm your host, Brian Thompson. Do you remember when McDonald's served pizza? No. That's my producer, Agnes. The sun has yet to rise. We are waiting for a shuttle to pick us up from the Los Angeles International Airport parking lot. Once at the terminal, we will board a plane bound for Ohio, where McDonald's still serves pizza. Are you excited to try it? Yeah. It's cold out here, isn't it? Yeah, I'm freezing. The shuttle should be coming any second. I don't know. I haven't seen any. There's one. No, it's leaving. Many years ago, before I was a man, I heard McDonald's had started serving pizza. Like most young people, I enjoyed both pizza and McDonald's. At the local pizza parlor, I would have a cheesy slice of pepperoni between sessions playing Street Fighter II, an arcade game wherein an obese naked man repeatedly punches a leggy brunette. And at McDonald's, I would consume a cheeseburger Happy Meal before diving into the ball pit sticky with what my parents assured me was completely sterile urine. The idea that McDonald's and a pizza parlor could be one and the same tantalized my young imagination. The judgmental eye of history now looks on alchemy as a fool's discipline. Science tells us no two elements can be combined into gold. But if McDonald's and pizza could come together, I thought, the transcendent sum of their parts may give the alchemists a metaphorical last laugh from their literal caskets, which would also have to be metaphorical on account of alchemists were not buried in the ground, but were instead castrated and dismembered by greedy, scientifically illiterate kings. Or so history tells us. And history tells us something else. By the time word of McDonald's pizza reached my downy young ears, it was too late. I was never able to try it. Hi. Do you serve pizza? Pizza? On a layover at JFK International Airport in New York City, I ask a worker at McDonald's a question to which I already know the answer. Did you ever serve pizza? I had my heart set on McDonald's pizza. Thank you. McDonald's don't sell pizza. Okay, thank you. Through the course of my investigation, I have spoken with dozens upon dozens of McDonald's employees, not unlike this one. Minus a few proverbial bad apples prone to violent hang-ups, they are a kind and helpful people but almost none of them have any clue as to their company's history with pizza. How, in the late 1980s, McDonald's launched a grand experiment to compete with international pizza chains like Pizza Hut and Domino's by serving up their own quick, inexpensive pies. To date, I have received dozens of pieces of correspondence from listeners who attest to the massive success of the McDonald's pizza program. Indeed, McDonald's top competitors, the aforementioned Pizza Hut and Domino's, 
are now tantamount to ghost companies. They're decaying and foul-smelling restaurants serving only as sickly, glowing totems to a neighborhood's decline. What an illegitimate president once called American carnage. But even still, McDonald's stopped serving pizza. Well, most of them did. As captain of this band of merry sailors, I'm a black mark, I'm a failure, but before you watch me drown... McDonald's, may I help you? Hi, do you serve pizza? Pizza, yes. You do? I set a course for a new That was me just a few short weeks ago. After having called several McDonald's restaurants in search of answers, I finally stumbled across paying dirt in the village of Pomeroy, Ohio. In your personal opinion, is McDonald's pizza as good or better than other pizza chains, say, for example, Papa John's or Godfather's? I've never eaten Godfather's. I've only had Papa John's a couple times. But yes, I think it's just as good. Is it better than Domino's? I think it is. I don't buy Domino's very often either. I'm a, I'm a total McDonald's fanatic. I don't eat at Wendy's very often. I don't eat Burger King. I know exactly how you feel. I'm a McDonald's fanatic, too. To read the name, one would think Pomeroy should be pronounced Pomeroy. But this would be ignorant. Pomeroy was founded in 1804 by narcissistic land baron Samuel Pomeroy. Legend has it he named the town after himself. But whatever the truth of its moniker, Pomeroy became an important producer of coal and salt in the industrial age. Today, we know that salt is poison, and coal jobs have left this country and are never coming back. So Pomeroy's most notable modern industry seems to be the McDonald's that still serves pizza. I knew I had to go. I had to fulfill a dream I had since I was a urine-stained boy. I had to try McDonald's pizza, and with the financial assistance of generous listeners like yourself, I did just that. easy do you think it would be to commit a murder here? Easy. I think that it must happen all the time. You just, there's, it's really isolated. There's a big dumping ground. The whole thing is a dumping ground. It doesn't look like, oh my god, what's this, a fire? There seems to be something on fire up ahead. Yeah, something's on fire. It's a man with a giant white dog. A guy with a dog and there's some chickens. chickens. Two dogs and a bunch of chickens and then just a huge fire. And a... Ooh, it smells good. I want to get as far away from here as possible. It's creepy. It's pretty. Yeah. The first Trump sign. On the side of a giant barn. Oh, yeah, on the side of a barn. And it looked like a knockoff one, too. It was orange. Turn right on Laurel Cliff Road. It didn't look like his normal logo. In a half mile, turn left onto Geocline Road. Turn right onto Laurel Cliff Road. How much better is this area supposed to get? That it won't be, like, burned out, hollowed out buildings? 
because of Donald Trump? I don't understand. Obama left this part of the country behind. Oh, please. This area, I guarantee you, was not nice before Obama was president. This place has never been nice. Look at it. I think it could be pretty when it's in bloom. I'm sure it could be pretty, but it's also a terrifying... Oh, look, Alligator Jack's Flea Market. We have to go there. Really? Yes. We make a short stop at the flea market, which contains several rusted farm tools, slick plastic discs designed to help you move furniture, and a VHS videotape of the film Dracula Dead and Loving It, which I overhear one customer tell another is, quote, funny if you like that kind of humor. Unquote. I purchase nothing. I have a journey to complete. We're sitting in our rental car in the parking lot of the McDonald's in Pomeroy, Ohio, and I was just wondering, Agnes, what do you think of Pomeroy? It's kind of a dump. What do you mean, a dump? Just a lot of old buildings that are run down doesn't really seem to be that much here except for a church and a little main street with some really old looking stores and a bunch of fast food it's very cold outside i would like to eat the pizza outside because this mcdonald's is situated on the river it's quite scenic behind us when you're not looking at the actual town of Pomeroy and you're just looking at the river in the opposite direction, I would say it's almost beautiful. There's a gazebo. The gazebo doesn't look to be heated. There is a covered area enclosed in a plastic tarp with some tables inside, but I believe it may be filled with a group of ne'er-do-wells. How would you describe some of the people we've seen walking around in Pomeroy so far? Well, there were a couple of kids walking down the highway that carrying a big ball. I don't know. There's some weird... Yeah. Some of the people here look like maybe they could have been in the movie Gummo. Are you excited to try McDonald's pizza? Yeah, I'm really excited. I get a personal-sized pizza or a family-sized pizza? Or both? Well, look, you can get cheese, pepperoni, deluxe, or additional toppings. I could theoretically get any number of combinations of toppings, but... What's on the supreme or the deluxe? That's a good question. Excuse me. Hi, can you tell me what toppings are on the deluxe pizza? Yeah, we have mushrooms, sausage, green peppers, onion, pepper, and cheese. Oh, it's quite a few. And if you want more, okay, thank you. Why don't I get a family-sized pepperoni pizza, a personal-sized cheese, and a personal-sized deluxe? All right. Okay. Hello. Uh, could I get a family-sized pepperoni pizza, mm-hmm. a uh, personal-sized cheese, and a personal-sized deluxe? That's a lot of pizzas. I know. I'm a journalist. I'm here investigating pizza at McDonald's. 
a slice of pepperoni McDonald's pizza. I shall take a bite. Is this an emotional experience for you? Yes. I am very emotional right now. McDonald's pizza's primary note is cheesiness. Only further study can reveal whether this was the predominant method of cheese distribution in the heyday of McDonald's pizza, but in Pomeroy, they place cheese both underneath and on top of the toppings. In the case of the pepperoni pizza I ordered, the effect is momentary confusion. Is this actually a cheese pizza, I wonder? Will my journey include an embarrassing rebuke of this magical McDonald's location's attention to detail? But my journalistic instincts got the better of me. I look closer, and sure enough, there is pepperoni under the cheese. The same is true of the deluxe pizza, which includes sausage, peppers, mushrooms, and onions. All of these toppings meld with the cheese to resemble something like the inside of an overstuffed Denver omelet, or, if you aren't familiar with French cooking, like a giant wad of meat, vegetables, and cheese. In other words, it is transcendent. McDonald's pizza is everything I hoped for. It tastes good. As a counterpoint, I should note that while waiting for the shuttle back to the long-term parking lot at the Los Angeles International Airport, I sneak a glance at my producer Agnes's cellular phone, with which she is text-messaging her mother that McDonald's pizza is, quote, the worst pizza I've ever had in my life, unquote. So, as the saying goes, your mileage may be different than someone else's mileage. But Pomeroynians, I learn, can't get enough of the stuff. My name is Lori, and I'm a swing manager. Why does this McDonald's still serve pizza? Actually, we serve so many that, you know, it's, it's the biggest part, biggest part of our profits. So they can't, uh, they can't do away with them with us. So. Did they do away with it at other restaurants because it wasn't making a lot of money? I can't say for sure. I'm not for sure on that. I just know that, I mean, we, we sell so many of them that we can't really keep up with them. Why do you think it's still so popular here? I'm I'm not for sure. I mean, they're really good. I mean, we have families and personals, and they compete with all the others around. I've talked to McDonald's corporate, and they said that the reason that they stopped serving pizza is because it took too long to make. Is that a reasonable thing for them to say? I guess it would be if if they think so, you know, because, I mean, they're the corporation, you know, they're the big bosses. But for us, I mean, it it takes anywhere from five to eight minutes, you know, to to make them and and bake them and get them out. My pizzas took closer to 12 minutes to be served, and as previously noted on this program, the Little Caesars chain is somehow able to serve their hot and ready pizzas almost immediately. But I do not bring up these points in my interview with Lori as I do not want it to turn hostile. She is a kind-faced woman with an obvious passion for her important work. Plus, I once read a summary of the famous David Foster Wallace essay entitled There's Water Everywhere, which warns us against adding stress to people's lives because they might have a dying fish at home. Regardless, the time I waited for my McDonald's pizzas was well worth it. And I'm not even a Pomeroynian, whose only alternative to waiting for McDonald's pizza is waiting for his house to burn down under suspicious circumstances. And neither, in fact, is this woman.
who I found eating McDonald's pizza with three men. Sandra White here uh, from Little Hawking, Ohio. We've been flea marketing today, and uh, we stopped in to have uh, pizza at McDonald's. We actually had breakfast this morning. <laughs> this morning here. What was so intriguing about eating pizza here? Because McDonald's normally doesn't serve we pizza. We did it years ago. And you had fond memories of McDonald's pizza? Yeah. I never had it before, so they're Ooh. older than I am. What do you think about it? It's good. How does it taste? Very good. Pretty good. You said you were flea marketing earlier. Did you get any good bargains? Oh, yeah. What did you get? Picture frames. Yeah, picture frames. An African uh, artifact-looking yeah, thing. And antique, he collects antique stuff. Redone. Comic books. Oh, what kind of comic books? Old ones. Archie. Yeah, some of the Archie. At this point, I leave my fellow travelers, as I am simply not interested in Archie comic books. On my way out, the manager, Lori, stops Agnes and me, telling us that the owner of this McDonald's owns another across the river in West Virginia. I say I know. I have uncovered as much in my research. But I've also learned that it does not serve McDonald's pizza using the original recipe. She tells me this is incorrect. It serves the same kind of pizza as the one in Pomeroy. I tell her I will check it out, but this, I now admit, is a lie. I'm simply too full of McDonald's pizza to want to try any more McDonald's pizza. But there is still one more stop to take in Pomeroy before returning home. When planning my trip, I discovered that Pomeroy has only one motel, the Miggs Motel, named after Miggs County which in turn may or may not have been named after a land baron named Miggs. I have no cellular phone service in Pomeroy, so I cannot look it up. Regardless, in the year 2013, the Miggs Motel was the site of a grisly murder. In a drug deal gone bad, an alleged pedophile lost his life. I thought I might stop by the Miggs Motel and see how business was progressing. I would never in my life want to spend the night in such a nexus of evil energy, but I wondered if mentioning the establishment on this very program might have drummed up some business from those fans of in-depth audio journalism who are also morbid looky-loos. So, Agnes and I approach with caution. literally like the hotel from Senko where you have to like go up a hill to get to it. It's certainly obscured by a lot of brush. Well, you know what I mean in Psycho, how it's like the hotel's like up on a hill, the motel's like on a hill, or the house is up on a hill and then the motel part is like down. Is the road blocked off? Sorry, we're closed? The entire motel is closed. Do you think there was another murder? I don't know. There's a cemetery behind it. That's convenient. <sighs> this is very peculiar. No trespassing. It wasn't that long ago that I asked about booking a room. And they said you could? They did. Can you see in the windows? 
There's something stacked in front of that window. The only reason I really wouldn't trespass here is because they've all got guns and they all say they love to sh kill anybody. Yeah, we've seen several signs to that effect. Is that a smokehouse? It looks like a rusted out old barn. Nice lattice fence on the porch. They said it's under new management since the murder. Why is it closed? It must be out of business. Someone's there. There's one car. As a journalist, I don't scare easily, but I think we should leave. You may have already guessed by now, but rest assured, we made it out alive. Thus ends my journey to Pomeroy, Ohio, to try McDonald's pizza. And thus ends my quest to discover the answer to this simple question. How did it taste? Some say it is the worst pizza they have ever had in their lives. Others are willing to take a detour from their Archie comic scavenging to stop into McDonald's for the second time in a day just to have pizza for lunch. Still more say it tastes good, but these are also McDonald's employees with a financial interest at stake. And now you know what I think. If you ever find yourself in Pomeroy, Ohio, I recommend stopping into McDonald's to try the pizza for yourself, and not just because there is literally nothing else to do. But a nagging question remains. Is this McDonald's pizza really the same as McDonald's pizza of yesteryear? Numerous correspondents have reported to me that they remember McDonald's pizza's crust featuring a generous dusting of cornmeal. This was not my experience. Others have described McDonald's pizza as crispy, but this is not a word I would use for the McDonald's pizza I tried. Perhaps memory is a fallible thing, or perhaps this store's claim to serve original recipe McDonald's pizza is a full-on fabrication. Perhaps the sack of their hubris has been stuffed with the protective mists of time. No one can say for sure. Since I called a prayer hotline and became a Christian, I can only ask the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven and his mother Mary, who has no last name, to grant me the serenity to accept the fact that I will never know for sure what McDonald's pizza originally tasted like. The fact is, today's McDonald's pizza tastes good. And that, dear listeners, is the biggest, fattest gift horse who has ever been bred. I dare not look in its mouth. Another, perhaps even bigger question remains. Whatever happened to pizza and McDonald's? Still, I have no satisfactory answer. If pizza is the best-selling item on the Pomeroy McDonald's menu, surely it can't have been discontinued due to low sales. If McDonald's can now accommodate the electric griddles and chicken coops necessary to serve all-day breakfast, surely they could fit some pizza ovens in their kitchens. And if preparation time is an issue, then have the overnight staff prepare the pizzas in advance. It may take them away from their other work, but the vagrants who patronize McDonald's between 2 and 6 a.m. drank their internal chronometers to a withered husk years ago. No, none of the explanations, whether official or unofficial, add up. But even still, this is the end of my investigation. In the absence of truth, 
I shall make do with the reality at hand. A reality where those of us who crave McDonald's pizza must put our money where our mouths would like to be and travel to the nether regions of the American Midwest to consume the manna we seek. Or, as in my case, we must put the money of generous donors where our mouths would like to be. That is, wrapped around a slice of McDonald's pizza. There is nobility in the difficult task and honor in scarcity. Perhaps this is the natural order of McDonald's pizza. As for myself, to paraphrase the great author George R. R. Tolkien, I will diminish and go into the West and remain curious. Special thanks to all of you who donated to make this journey a reality. I am forever in your debt. And thanks to my producer, Agnes Hewitt, without whose help this trip would have been a failure. I urge you to listen to her podcast, Goop Yourself. Thanks to Blake Smith, whose contribution made this journey infinitely less taxing. Please listen to his podcast, Monster Talk. Thank you also to Stephen Page for the use of his brilliant music, which you should purchase. And thank you for listening. Remain bold. Remain inquisitive. Remain candid. This is the last episode of Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's, but this is the first episode of the rest of your lives. As always, I'm Brian Thompson. <laughs>